there's no choosing between the good and the bad. Anybody can do that. You can do that without God. But the high road is choosing between the good and the best and always choosing the best. Welcome back to the Baptist Friends Podcast with Dr. Clarence Sexton, where we gather around truth, friendship, and world evangelism. Thank you for joining me today. This is Pastor Clarence Sexton from the Temple Baptist Church in the Crown College. Friends, many churches are changing. All over the world, churches have fallen into the success syndrome. The measure of whether or not they're getting the job done has become little more than keeping score. I'm grateful to God for the number of people who attend our church, for the generous giving on the part of God's people, and for many people who come to know Christ as Savior. But the real measure of our ministry must always be in our likeness to Jesus Christ. Don't don't succumb to anything else. Don't fall to anything else in your church or encourage your pastor not to let anything else be his guide as to whether or not he's succeeding or not. Our measure is in our likeness to Christ. In so many churches, the pastor is no longer a shepherd. He just serves as a religious CEO. And believers in the church would revolt if I tried to teach that you could become a Christian without Christ. Think about it. Can you become a Christian without Christ? Then how can you serve God as a Christian without Christ? It cannot be done. It cannot be done. If we're going to have spiritual ends, we must have spiritual means. If we're going to achieve biblical goals, we must do it by spiritual and scriptural means. There's a certain truth found in God's Word and as we find those truths, they become a part of the fabric of our lives. God calls us to himself. Have you f- heard that call? That's for every Christian. Have you followed that call? The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 to 20, Now when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he, he departed into Galilee and Leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the seacoast in the borders of Zebulun and Naphtalim, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtalim, by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung up. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. Notice, please, he said, follow me, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. The believer is to follow Christ and fish for men. Follow Christ, fish for men. And we need a renewed emphasis on fishing for men. May God help us as shepherds, those of us who know the Lord and pastor churches, to become 
the fishers of men again that we once were. Determined to be a soul winner. Have a passion for the lost. Soul winning is going in the power of the Holy Spirit, giving a clear presentation of the gospel, and bringing a person to the place of receiving and rejecting, receiving or rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. God's given us this task. Let us be soul winners. Follow Christ and fish for men. There are no self-made spiritual men. No. Jesus says, I will make you. I will make you. We don't make ourselves. He makes us. The Lord Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. You see, many people are trying always to come up with some new thing, some gimmick, some plan, some promotional idea. Why don't we just settle down to be obedient to Christ and do what he's commanded us to do? And that is to follow him and fish for men. Everything we do with and for men should be preceded by our time with God. Our time with God ought to produce these things. Out of our worship comes our work. Even our church services, when we began to worship the Lord, before we would sing, we'll work till Jesus comes, we want to sing a great hymn about worship of God. Let's lift the Lord up high, holy, exalted. And as we worship Him... Then we find our motive for working for him. Now, many have placed an emphasis on all these things that have gotten things out of order. The principle here is very clear in the word of God. Again, everything we do with and for men must be preceded by our time with God. The first call on your life and my life is a call to be with him. God called me to be with him. You see, I talk to so many people, especially as the founder of a college, who come to me and want to know, what do you think God wants me to do? Well, I say to all of them, he'll let you know. God's not playing hide and seek. And by the way, dear friend, God's not playing hide and seek with you. He'll let you know. And when he lets you know what he wants you to do, you'll be ready to receive it. But first, the first call on your life and my life is to him. He wants me to know him and to follow him and to become one of his faithful witnesses. And as we follow him, we cannot help but talk about him. And so as we speak about him to others, as we begin conversations about Christ, this is a topic that I I want to spend a lot of time on some week, a conversation about Christ. How do we initiate conversations about Christ? We know when we start conversations about Christ, we're in a critical area. We know sometimes people may be offended by it. But the conversation must be started. And as we start the conversation about Christ, then we turn the conversation to spiritual things. And we address the idea of a man's soul, that he has an inevitable meeting with God. And then we begin to try best we can to give a clear presentation of the gospel. I wish some people would just stop defending everything they're doing and just be aggressively talking about what we're doing. Do it. Say it. Speak it. Give the truth in love. Tell people how to be saved. If someone says, I don't talk about that, I may say to them, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend you. I'm not here to offend you. But God has changed my life. 
there was someone who took the time to explain to me that God loved me and that I was a sinner and that my sins separated me from God. And not only had my sins separated me from God, there was a payment that I had to make and the payment's death and hell. And then they were caring and loving enough to tell me that Jesus Christ came to this earth, was born of a virgin and lived a sinless life. And he went to the cross and he paid my sin debt. He bore my sin in his own body. He became sin for me. He who knew no sin, that I could have his righteousness. And they explained to me that I could bow my head and ask God to forgive my sin and receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. And that I did. I asked God to forgive my sin. And by faith, I invited Christ into my life to be my Savior. Bells didn't ring, lights didn't flash, but I took God at His word. And the Lord began to give me the witness of the Holy Spirit dwelling within me, that I was His child, and I wanted to follow Him. I wanted my will to be surrendered to Him. That's why I'm speaking to you, because of the difference God's made in my life. I, I'm not trying to offend you. And see, dear friend, in doing that, answering with the gospel, I have an opportunity to give them the way of salvation. And so this is where we are. There's so much we can do if we determine that we're going to speak to people about the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me just ask this today. Has God done a work in your heart? Well, when's the last time you told someone about it? Have you ever told someone about it? Prepare your heart to be his witness. Become a faithful witness. Tell people about the Lord Jesus Christ and his power to save. Be a soul winner. Speak to people by beginning conversations about Christ and what he means to you. God bless you. I hope we'll be together again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Baptist Friends Podcast. Never miss an episode by subscribing today. And join us next time as we continue to gather around truth, friendship, and world evangelism.